Hello and welcome to Should I Keep This, a podcast where I ask comedians to venture into their massive prop and costume collections to find an item that makes them say, should I keep this? I'm your host, Samantha Russell, a 20-year sketch comedy veteran and a prop and costume hoarder extraordinaire. My guest today is Shannon Brown. She is a horror and comedy writer and director based in Los Angeles. You can watch her short Demon Juice through Screamfest and Troma Now, and her upcoming short Overnights will be hitting festivals soon. Shannon, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Sam. <laughs> uh, so can you tell us, uh, how long have you been in comedy and what got you into this? Um, This number is, only, I, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like every time I like talk about when I started doing comedy I'm like that number doesn't sound real yeah uh I think <laughs> it's been like 12 years at this point um wow. which is like wild yeah um in my mind I'm like I'm still a child yeah <laughs> um, but <laughs> I uh, I always wanted to entertain I always loved comedy um growing up like we were really only allowed to watch comedy at home and like I think it's just like it's like so enjoyable but also we were I'm one of like three kids we were born pretty close together so like I think that's also probably the easiest content to manage with children yeah. is like we don't have to deal with like crying or like being scared or anything yeah. like that so I very quickly wanted, I wanted like to be Chris Farley and yeah. Adam Sandler. I was like, <laughs> that is what I want. I would like stay up. My mom has like videos of me like little in the bathtub. And I was like, are we watching David? Like David Letterman. Oh, and wow. like, she was like, no, like <laughs> you're going to bed. And like, I wanted to watch Urkel and like anything that was funny. That's what I wanted. And as I got older, I like begged my mom to take me. I think it might have been helium. I was like, there's an open mic there. Can you please take me? Adam Sandler started stand up when he was 13. And if I could start when I'm 13, like endless possibilities. And she was like, no, you're not. <laughs> Why? I thought this story was going to go way different. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> no, she definitely like supported me, like going into theater and performing and like, any of that like I had full support at home but like when it came to like adults like uh comedy shows at yeah. night for children oh young girls yes. she was just like I think you're gonna wait this out yeah. well, uh wait so... a little bit longer on that yeah yeah and then uh in my early 20s I think she got me a gift certificate to fit Philly Improv Theater mm -hmm. and for improv classes and initially like like many people I hated improv I was yeah. like this is goofy I'm not yeah. this is like I want to be a serious comedian yeah. um but I quickly fell in love with it quickly found a great community there yourself and secret pants included <laughs> and kind of fell into doing sketch uh and then you know we started Manny Petty the sketch group and very quickly between going from like the suburbs to what is that like I don't know just generally Philly yeah my trunk became the <laughs> like costume department the same for like kind of any of us that didn't live in the city that like yeah. had to commute like there's just like wigs and costumes and like random shit in your trunk and 
now that I live in California, it's all in my closet. I upgraded my storage capabilities, but I'm still holding on to a ton of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're also like a big fan of horror. Mm -hmm. Um, What got you into that? Um, So I've always like generally loved the spooky stuff. Like, you know, going back to childhood, like we were big on Halloween big on Halloween episodes but like never really ventured into horror and I kind of like after being out here for a little while doing sketch I was realizing the audience reception was a little bit different to like my sketches and like they just skewed like darker comedy yeah um and I think that was kind of like I don't know if it still is now but at least back when I was doing comedy in Philly everyone just kind of leaned a little darker oh, like yeah. that's it's just pretty kind dark of... over here yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like that's kind of what I loved yeah. and like I still find it enjoyable um and then like I started you know getting into horror movies and I was like well I don't know the stuff I'm doing is already kind of dark I might as well like throw in blood or like an actual monster killer or yeah. whatever and see how that goes and it's so fun (laughs) it's so much fun I still love comedy I still love spooky stuff and I feel like that's a good like marrying of the two yeah yeah and you think do you think it's it's a good crossover to have like horror comedy because I always enjoy horror that doesn't take itself too seriously yeah I mean I am of the opinion that it's great I think it's (laughs) I feel like horror comedy might be the improv of the horror community okay it's um (laughs) it's very polarizing a lot of people like straight up hate it they take themselves super seriously and even like when i um i went to a couple festivals with demon juice and like you know you go up there and like introduce your film or you talk about it or whatever and like there's you know there's stigmata in demon juice there's titmata so like someone's like (laughs) boobs bleed and like it's very goofy and I'm up there with like all these men who are like extremely serious. And I'm like, guys, we're all, this is like not for real. Like yeah. we can be have fun, you know? So it's all kind of stupid. So let's yeah, make it like, like real stupid. These are, we can enjoy ourselves yeah. and like be a little more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think it's great. I think it's a good crossroads. I also think it's a good entry point for a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. if, you maybe are like afraid of watching horror movies i was afraid i was afraid to watch scream for the longest time because i thought it would be too scary and i was like oh (laughs) these are like a fun series okay um but yeah i think horror comedy is like a good point for people to go in if like if you like spooky stuff but you don't want to be like fully grossed out terrified hop on in get in get in the middle (laughs) it's nice and warm it's fine it's great (laughs) All right, so what is your current prop and costume collection? How, how much do you have and how do you store it? Um, so I, you know, it's funny. I don't really think about it a lot until like you brought this up. And I, we, okay, generally answer your question. I've got, I want to say maybe like two of those like plastic storage totes. Okay. Um, like small, small, medium. They're like in two closets. Um, a couple costumes that like get hangers. Those, okay. you know, I feel are a little ex- like 
special i guess it's, it's the nice stuff um, yeah yeah and it was <laughs> funny for halloween i was pearl from like the uh, pearl and x yeah. series that was recently uh released and i had gotten this like fake plastic axe and like you know this like red prairie dress and literally used it one night and I like, turned to my boyfriend and I had to stop myself from saying like, well, at least we have this like axe now in case we need it for something. <laughs> like he doesn't, I don't think he's ever performed on stage. He doesn't do those things. I haven't done like stage performances in so long. What do I need that for? Yeah. Like, why was I so relieved? Like, well, now we've got that. We've got so. an axe. And that's a we, big prop, you you know? Yeah. When you need an axe, you need an axe. Right. But I was just, like, so relieved. <laughs> like, it was, like, as if we got, I don't know, a good spatula. Like, <laughs> we're never going to use this axe. But, like, I was, like, mm, this, like sketch uh brain disease will yeah. never leave me i'm like yes this is high priority i need this <laughs> how much did you get rid of when you moved to la um that's like that's a good question <laughs> i it's been a long it's been 10 years i can't fully remember i feel like i didn't have a ton of stuff but i do remember bringing some like you know uh costume pieces like shirts and things like that wigs oh wigs are they were like a big deal for me i was like yeah. i mean again once you got a wig you've got it you don't yeah. gotta go looking yeah. anywhere right um and even i remember once manny petty did a show in la and uh we put a wig on caitlin thompson who i think was a guest of yours um previously and she like she was like oh i forgot my mustache and i was like the wig is multi-purpose cut a chunk off the wig yeah. and glued it to her <laughs> face boom you got a matching mustache <laughs> so like these are versatile things that i brought yeah. with me and yeah. like we drove across the country so like literally carrying i mean i don't want to say useless but you know um somewhat like one purpose things across like, like many many miles to I get mean, here these and probably was, weren't like super best quality wigs either that you're no, driving across country. <laughs> no but like again i don't know when i moved here it's not like i'm swimming in riches now but i definitely did not have money then and i was like well again i already have this stuff yeah. Of course, I'm going to get to L.A. and hit the sketches hard, baby. I'm going to need all these, like, wigs and bloody shirts or, like, yeah. whatever I brought. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess, like, maybe a handful of things. And I kind of took notice that, like, a lot of the stuff that I still have is more uh, things that I acquired while I was here. Okay. And some of, like, I kind of started to display some of the stuff from, like, the shorts I've been shooting, like, yeah. on my bookshelf. But it's just like, this isn't, these aren't real, like, decor pieces. I feel like I'm still, it's again, like, the sketch, like, brain rot yeah. of, like, I don't know, I should be proud of those things. We should all be proud of our projects. But it is very funny that I have, like, an empty glass bottle, an empty glass can, like, very prominently displayed. And, like, again, all the other prop stuff is, like, mostly in closets and things like that <laughs> but i don't i feel like that's nice though to display something from like work you've done I, yeah i don't know yeah yeah it is. i don't hate and that it's, 
Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny too, like kind of having to, I don't know, pick and choose like what, like, how do you decide like what is a display item yeah and what is a closet item yeah um my prop that i brought today definitely a closet item okay. it is a closet <laughs> item for sure uh some of the other stuff you know i think i did pretty good in in picking my shelf items <laughs> Do, are, a lot of the stuff though that you still have was that like old halloween costumes like do you normally go kind of all out for halloween i it's kind of sad. I haven't, I would say I haven't gone all out for Halloween probably in like 10 years. Like the okay. costume I'm thinking of, I made, I discovered when I was working um, at a haunted house, Eastern State Penitentiary, that I was allergic to latex. But I got like super in, like <laughs> that year yeah. I got really into like figuring out FX. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it was a journey it was also like the year i was moving here i think there was a lot going on emotionally yeah. probably but i was like <laughs> learn how to make a wound yeah um so i had like learned how to make a wound out of like tissue paper basically you like paper mache yourself like huh. tissue paper and regular face makeup um so that like i could still have like this like cool look um, and it was like for the big, you know, haunted house, like end of year Halloween party bash. So I was like, I got to bring it, you know. Yeah. Um, but since then, like, unfortunately, I've like had to work or like just done like kind of weird costumes. Like one year I was a cool ghoul. Like I just <laughs> wore all black and did like ghoul makeup. <laughs> like I don't know. So I feel like Pearl was probably like me kind of stepping back into okay. going. I wouldn't say that was going all out. It was probably going like half out. Okay. So maybe this year I'll go all out. Okay. I'll follow up with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So what did you bring today? Okay. So I brought and i'm sorry my dog might be she's definitely barking in the background she's excited for this as well i brought um a butt from <laughs> butt cut so this prop for um people listening is essentially a cardboard b cut out um cheeks are rather uneven on the other side i hot glued some gauze and then I put some like bloody stippling marks. Um, and then I taped, like I put like actual band-aids on. And let me, I think I might be a little bit blurred for you. Let me, oh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, okay. We don't um, really use the video, but. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's fine blood, looking butt. Band-aids. And then on top, now this is like, this was really an engineering feat. So I figured for the sketch butt cut, essentially it's these uh, high school girls. They're finding out that um, in addition to like cosmetic procedures becoming more popular with teenagers, like, you know, injections and things like that, there's now a bootleg version called Frankensteining. So instead <laughs> of having to pay for like Botox, lip fillers, whatever, other like bad girls are stealing from other people so instead of getting veneers someone just stole someone's teeth instead of getting <laughs> like a brazilian uh, brazilian butt lift they just cut a girl's butt off 
So <laughs> this is the butt uh, bandage. And at the very top, I've got a little binder clip and that has been clipped on to the pants of so many great sketch performers <laughs> that have done this for me. Okay. Um, and I think it's funny once I pulled it out, like I had all these memories coming back. Like I was so proud of this, I think because um Mo Collins from Mad TV used to host like a sketch and I guess a variety show at IO West. Mm -hmm. And I had submitted Butt Cut to her and she loved it. She wanted to be in it. And that was like huge to me for someone who grew up watching like literally every show that I could find that was comedic. Um, and, And like for a sketch performer to have like a bigger sketch performer like you know accept the sketch it was very big to me and I was uh, lucky enough to have Jen Curcio another Philly comedian perform it with me along with Jackie Merchant a great LA comedian and uh, it was just like this really fun cool night that like Jen and I were just like oh my god oh my god oh my god like the whole time kind of freaking out Um, and then I ended up shooting it And I had to go back on YouTube and like figure out like when this was, I've had this butt for about seven or eight years. Wow. (laughs) That's an impressive, but that's, that butt has been on a lot of butts. Like, yes, yes. And that I think like looking back on what I've spent my mental time on, like, it's so funny to think that I was like, all right, I have this sketch golden. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> now, how do I like, do I wrap a person's butt? Well, it needs to be a reveal. So like, you can't have gauze on the front oh, yeah. of their pants. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm just going to make a butt and then anybody can be the butt. Yeah. And it, it seems like a, a real one size fits all, but like it really is. You know, it's uh, it's shaped a little differently. You know, we gotta give it up to people different butts. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it really has held up for a little piece of cardboard and a bunch of like hot glue and blood. <laughs> Doing pretty okay. Um, where where do you store this? Um. So this. Well, it, this is like a good prop, Sam. So this goes yeah. into one of the plastic storage bins up against okay. the side. All right, um, all right. It was you gotta, funny. you gotta, you know, stick it in the side that'll protect oh, it yeah. from anything. Well, it's else. gotta stay flat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when I was like pulling down the storage bin, uh, the cats—I've got many cats—and they were <laughs> freaking out because it was under a bunch of cat carriers. So then they all start thinking this is an emergency. We're leaving the yeah. house somewhere. We're going to be crammed in these. <laughs> and then my boyfriend's like, well, why is all this stuff on the ground? And why is Larry, one of the cats, like terrified hiding on the bookshelf? <laughs> like, what is happening? And I was like, all right, well, you got to see this butt I yeah. made. The, the butt's great. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're keeping this. This is an heirloom. It, it it's a very fine quality butt how how long did you. Do you would you say this took you to make oh you know from <laughs> concept to execution <laughs> probably a good couple days okay um you know i am one of those people that like once i like know what i'm gonna make i have to like do it in that moment so i probably took like a little while figuring out like how were we gonna like you know 
wrap up a butt yeah um and then i once i realized like oh i'll just make a like a, an attachable butt uh that was probably pretty quick i'm pretty sure the cardboard is from my old the job i was working at the time and then i was just like on the way home from work you're getting all your supplies baby because we are doing this tonight yes it's butt night (laughs) yeah (laughs) hold my calls (laughs) yeah um wait why do you think you held on to this for so long um i think it's one of the primary reasons I think I have so many props still is because they are in closets and I do not think about them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. They're just there. Yeah. But then, you know, what do you like do a deep clean of your house? Like once a year, twice a year, maybe if you're getting crazy. Um, I will look at the bin and be like, I think it's just that mindset of like i'm gonna want this stuff for something one day yeah the hoarder mindset oh, for yes, sure yes as soon as you um, get rid of it you'll need it yeah but like i looked in that <laughs> bin and there's like a jason mask a sailor outfit like sailor girl outfit skirt oh. um rope i don't need that and like an iphone one whatever like there's so many random pieces of garbage but even like the iphones i'm like if I do a sketch one day and we need to throw a phone, yeah, we don't want to break someone's phone. We'll just exactly. use the real phone. Like, or it takes it, place 10 years ago. Then you go, oh, I want <laughs> yeah. the right phone. I, I can't have my phone from now if a sketch took place 10 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> like, there's so many reasons to keep all this junk. But, I mean, the butt specifically primary reason forgot it existed okay Uh, secondary reason (laughs) fair enough (laughs) secondary reason uh once i did pull it out it was like one of those you know there's all there's always like a meme about you know cleaning your room and then you find something you start reminiscing and like for so many people i feel like it's a photo album or like you know notes from high school or something and for me i like pulled out a bloody fake ass and i was like (laughs) wow so many memories come flooding back to me this was such a fun time in my life i should keep this (laughs) but what what is it about this though that you you brought it on here like are you ready to let this go or what is your apprehensions about <sighs> keeping a butt that's the thing i mean like in generally this is a piece of garbage that mm-hmm. i have been keeping for eight years <laughs> it's, it's several moved. pieces of garbage kind of combined into oh, one it's, it's cardboard many, it's band-aids yeah. gauze it's all it's, of it it's a ton <laughs> of trash that's glued together that i've been keeping it, it serves no purpose to me um it should be thrown away i now am realizing i think i've moved like two or three apartments with it like so i i have intentionally brought it places with me yeah um and when you move do you like go through everything or did you do you just kind of pack the bin i think i generally i mean i think it's kind of like a combo when you are packing stuff you kind of are like this is trash i don't need to put this in a box and like carry it yeah. wherever um for sketch stuff i feel like i probably looked in the storage bins and i was like keeping <laughs> like <laughs> i i think it's i'm always going to go back to like one day this will be useful 
one day someone will need this or like whatever um this is yeah like i said a piece of garbage uh (laughs) apprehension and getting rid of it i think the memories and also like the hoarder mindset what if i want to do this sketch again one day and i don't have the very easy very quick to make fake but that i made so many moons ago um, everybody knows it's, also, it's not going to be the real but like when they see it they'll be like that's not the original but like the sketch isn't I, as funny without the original but i'll be disgraced i can't <laughs> sh- i couldn't show my face again in a black box theater somewhere out f- anywhere uh but yeah they'll know for sure that it's not and honestly for something that i've had for this long it's in great condition it kind of is uh, you know there's no no visible signs of aging wear and tear uh that were not not folded up yeah right uh so it's in good condition that kind of makes it it's kind of leaning more towards not garbage it's it is in good condition Mm -hmm. it is uh also pros to throwing it out i do not need this um (laughs) it's easily recyclable Uh good for the environment you know not just tossing plastic or those pfos somewhere Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm really i think i'm really on the fence should i stay or should i go we don't know yeah (laughs) if if you went to go into your bin and this wasn't there would you have noticed like when I just asked you to do the podcast and you opened the bin and somebody had th- taken that be- and stolen it, whatever, would you have noticed, do you think? I think it's one of those things that if I had gotten rid of it, I would probably like have forgotten and been like, whatever. If it got, if it was like thrown away for a reason, like it got damaged or um you know an enemy took it something along those lines <laughs> you know who knows um then i think i'd re- i would be like the butt's not here because of x yeah. um but yeah i think i think it's one of my more like unique props that i have um i was kind of like tooling around you know what should i bring to the show i had like from demon juice uh our fx guy made like a prop hammer it's pretty cool it looks like a real hammer yeah but i was like i don't know that's like i mean it's great it's a great hammer but it looks like a real hammer this now this i've never (laughs) seen one of these somewhere no this this is is one of a kind sweetly i mean it's art so that's kind of what why i picked it and also a, a check in the keep it pile it's unique it, it's handmade yes. yeah if i have children one day they're gonna be like mom what is this and then i'll be like i used to gather I around used to go children. on stage yeah. to <laughs> fives of people and yeah. they laughed at this fake butt it was it was something everyone. and then they'll fight over who gets to wear the butt it's yeah it's gonna be a whole thing yeah i mean and then you know if they were grandchildren because it's an heirloom yeah. <laughs> uh if whoever ends up ripping it that's kind of maybe what will determine for them if it goes in the trash yeah but that is kind of it's something to think about for like old sketch performers or like you know what do the families of old performers find yeah i don't know and that's like that's part there's certain things that are in my house that i'm like 
if I die, it'll be so funny for someone to find this. <laughs> right. Like pre-planning dead bits. Like that's kind of a benefit too. Like yeah, this right? is like a really weird looking thing. I kind of want someone to find it and be like, what was she thinking? Like, what is this? Why? why? Is this yeah. And like, I don't know. It. I kind of want to go. I've never been to an estate sale. I really want to go to estate sales out here and just find like the weirdest person's house. Yeah. And just be like, I'm sure all this stuff is great. Like, incredible. We're I'm going to the flea market on Sunday. And previously I've gone there and like that is almost primarily dead people's stuff right like it's yeah they're just hawking old things and like (laughs) there's some like weird shit maybe i kind of am pre-planning for my death and like somebody i want to miss out yeah i I mean that it could go for big bucks at the flea market when i need stuff for shorts or whatnot i i do look there because you get some good authentic stuff and it's like such a mystery that you might buy it just to take it home and try to figure out what in the world. <laughs> like, yeah. Why did this yeah, exist? Like, I can't... Also, like if it's put down the wrong way, they're just like a bee with like yeah. paper on it. And then they're like blood. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I guess uh, it kind of looks like a butt. Yeah. Well, and now, well, now I'm wondering, like, do I really just like dig down keep it and like inscribe a message on it like oh for your death uh this, message this oh. was used in i don't know how many years ago that was 2014 for a stage play yeah. about uh i toxic like beautification <laughs> or like you know make it more meaningful than just like yeah. someone's ass got cut off yeah just write a beautiful story on there and then they'll be, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow look at this when they yeah. excavate and find this <laughs> artifact yeah. you'll know what it was for yeah they <laughs> dig me out of my crumbled apartment after an earthquake or something and they find this butt <laughs> oh my goodness wow um so (laughs) did you bring a butt thing too i did not bring a butt (laughs) thing too but i am uh enjoying that you also think about uh the joke after you die i mean i feel like that's the ultimate (laughs) bit that like all comedians should be planning and thinking about right like I'm, I've kind of, uh, this is veering off into the horror realm, I guess, but I have been um, kind of like learning more about death positive people or like the yeah. death positivity movement and pre-planning is like a big part of that, no matter yeah. what your age is and making sure your wishes are carried out. And what better way to pre-plan than to like pre-plan a joke, a prank uh something just confusing for your family that's like not it won't affect them negatively like it's not like losing the password to like i don't know your bank account or like not paying your bills before you die but yeah but i'm uh, just like oh that's just so shannon like and then they laugh yeah like i think it would be very funny or like if you know if like you're very old but you're still like with it if you know you're about to die like I'm gonna clip this baby right onto my pajama pants. Yeah. <laughs> like it's go they're gonna be like, what the fuck? What was she thinking? Why this? And then just be laughing up from hell at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
So my original uh, instinct was to tell you to just get rid of it. But now, since we've had this conversation, I feel like... Have I convinced you? (laughs) You've convinced me that we need to double down on this. And this needs to stay with you until your final breath. I think (laughs) this is is your death joke. Yeah, I think it... I think it might be. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, what other... What are like good other death jokes? Like... Maybe hiding like a can of um, like exploding peanuts in yeah. your shirt. So like someone goes to do CPR and like the worms or what are they? Snakes? Snakes yeah, like pop snakes. out? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they say nobody ever thinks about these things. You got to yeah. be funny while you're dying or dead. Yeah. I mean, you got to get, get one final laugh in, you yeah. know? <laughs> But I guess aside from it being a death joke, it is it is kind of trash, right? But oh, for sure, one thousand percent. Like I even like I proudly brought this out to show my boyfriend last night. He's like cooking dinner, and I was like, "Look at this!" So this was a butt, and like it's it looks bad. It doesn't look good, <laughs> listeners. It. Like, the whole intent was to, like, look goofy. So, like, knocked it out of the park there. But, like, it is gross. There's, like, gross old blood, band-aids, and it's a clip-on cardboard butt. This is trash. Yeah. (laughs) Unless, I mean, could you frame this and make some sort of weird butt art? Um, I'm sure someone could. I would not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you're not interested in doing that. Yeah. I mean. Hard stop. I've already got, you know, we've got interesting stuff in here that wouldn't, you know, be in your pottery barn uh, house, (laughs) I don't know, magazine layout, whatever. But I feel like this is maybe pushing it a little too far. Too too much. A little too weird. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Would you put this in your house? I could mail it out. It's not my butt. So true. Uh, Easy out. I see. If I made a butt, maybe. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I see. I. I I feel like you probably should get rid of it. But if you don't, I do think you should write something on the back and leave this somewhere in your home, specifically for someone to find when you die. Yeah, I think it's like under the mattress or something, like somewhere very specific that somebody's not going to find right away, and you're going to forget about. And then all of a sudden. There's yeah. a butt with a, a, a tail on the back. <laughs> well, now now that you... A, a butt with a T-A-I-L, even oh. funnier. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now I'm also wondering, could this be used to thwart criminals? You know, you mentioned hiding it under the mattress. Yeah. I feel like stereotypically, that's where people are hiding cash. Yeah. So you're not getting <laughs> cash, you're getting ass, baby, and not yeah. the fun kind. It and is then they'll just weird. be so weirded out. They'll be like, we got to get out of here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's also maybe a, a tactic. Like, make your house kind of like fucked up in a way that like makes criminals uncomfortable. And they're like, yeah, someone is unwell who is here. We should not be think, trespassing. Yeah, leaving out that axe, like, covered in blood. I think, yeah. like, somebody walks in, I'm like, whoa, there's already a crime here. I don't want to get involved in that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, someone was bludgeoned with a party city axe? That <laughs> takes work, dude. Uh, we gotta hightail it out of here. 
<laughs> so yeah i don't know <laughs> do i have to give you an answer right now i'm, I'm honestly truly torn i okay. don't know okay. if i'm gonna throw it out or not okay i will support <laughs> you either way but oh, i do I think it, i do think it might be time to get rid of it or again to yeah. find some sort of weird joke where you can hide this somewhere and someone will find it and <laughs> yeah. it'll just raise more questions than it will answer yeah my immediate thought was like maybe i should start wearing it as a joke but then <laughs> it's just weird i'm an adult there's no reason for this and it's not immediately understood what it is so yeah. like it's just like what's on you and where are you <laughs> going to wear this I don't know. That's like the problem. <laughs> That's why I have so many like props and costume items still that I'm just like, one day I'm going to need it. Or one day it's going to be funny again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but this, this is trash though. Right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're doing a thing my therapist does. <laughs> we both know the answer. And... Mm-hmm will i accept it or not okay. i don't know the only time will tell and only that's time fine will tell honestly it might be going in the recycling bin right after this call <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll see and see that sort of weirds me out a bit because like i i uh, have a poster board that i have to get rid of mm-hmm. uh, and i'm like worried about putting it in the recycling bin because it has weird stuff on it and i'm like <laughs> so they're gonna go and like try to dump this and be like what the hell is this shit <laughs> So, like yeah. that's been preventing me from throwing it out but i know i don't need it <laughs> i mean you could this is what i've done when i'm worried about throwing out a weird thing i'll cut it up <laughs> okay. and put like some, maybe i'll like kind of taper out when it's going in recycling or i'll put some in the trash some in the recycling okay um but depending <laughs> on how weird your poster board is it might be scarier to have it cut into pieces i think it would recycled. be <laughs> <laughs> it's it's about medieval torture and oh i saw these, that like, yeah there's all these pictures on there and i'm like i can't even really like cut this up i don't know <laughs> so it's just sitting here and i'm like i don't know how to do i just wait till i see the truck i'm like wait one more thing and just kind of like fold it and throw it in there like yeah <laughs> well if you have like if you have a neighbor you're like not on good terms with you could just mix it in with their trash yeah just throw it in, in their recycling bin yeah and then, uh, <laughs> they'll be the creeps that yeah the co- they get the cops called on them there you go oh good plan i like <laughs> it think we can move on to the second segment of the show called should i keep this and i'm going to give you one of my many props and costumes so today i have my telegram girl costume so this is it consists of two items it is a jacket uh that is a burgundy red it's almost like corduroy but not quite it's a thicker material it's got long sleeves um and gold like little ribbon uh accents uh down the front with gold buttons it also has a high neck with uh the gold accents on it the gold accents are also on the edges of the sleeves and there's a little uh what are these called 
epith what is this <laughs> the little things on the shoulders yeah like, like a, nice little flaps that go into a button yeah the little flaps i didn't know there's a word but I'm, it's escaping my mind right now and then there's also a matching pillbox hat that is the red color and the gold accent and a white elastic band that goes over my chin and uh this was <clears throat> made specifically for me by my husband brian craig for a bit that he did for uh, Chikara Wrestling, which was a independent wrestling organization. And uh, Bryce Remsburg of Secret Pants and AEW uh, was a referee there. And then my for a period, my husband, Brian Craig, played a character called Wink Vabasaur. And he was kind of running the organization, but doing all these wild, crazy things that everybody hated. Uh, and so there was an, some, sort, some sort of bit where he had to get a piece of information and then he blows his mind and he decides to like create a show that everybody hates and like mix up all the tag team wrestlers or whatever. <laughs> and Bryce and Brian decided it would be funny if he got this information from a telegram girl <laughs> so brian created <clears throat> this entire costume uh for me and all it was was wink Vavasor behind his desk saying a few things and then i pop in the side and i say telegram from mr Vavasor," <laughs> and i hand him a telegram and then i leave and that was it it was 15 seconds and he created this entire costume for that. Uh, and it, it did go over pretty well. They, I feel like the wrestling fans enjoyed it. And I remember Bryce saying that there was a chant of Telegram Girl at one of the shows, which is, I was like, ooh, that's exciting. That's but, very exciting. Right? But she was never asked back. That was it. It was just the mystery of the telegram girl coming in one time, <laughs> delivering a telegram. And then I think I wore it this um, for Halloween once. I wore it to work and then I handed out candy in it. And that was in 2012. And I have <laughs> not worn it since. It's been sitting in my closet. Um, and the weird part about this whole thing is in my head, up until yesterday when I took it out, I there was something in my mind going, this isn't made well. It's not constructed well. Something's wrong with it. That's why I don't use it. And then last night I took it out and I put it on and I went, oh shit, this looks great. Like this is fantastic. <laughs> There's like one loose seam in the, the arm, but that's an easy, easy fix. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, why did I think that? And I realized it's because when Brian makes things, he, he makes a lot of costumes and props, but he gets very critical of his work as like mm -hmm. uh, most of us do where you're going, oh, I wish this was better. I wish this was better. And then that sort of negativity just like planted itself in my brain. And I oh. just went, oh, well, yeah, there's something wrong with this. It's not good. But then when I took it out, I'm like, oh, this is really nice. Like it's <laughs> it's nicely constructed and it fits pretty well. And I don't know what he was talking about. This thing looks great. But also, I haven't used it in over 10 years. So what do you think? Should I keep this? You know, when we look at my butt, objectively, we both say trash. You know, and <laughs> you, the second you picked that thing up, I was like, that is nice. That's going to be a keeper. And then 
you start talking i honestly thought that was like a high uh cost like costume piece you must have purchased and uh you know one thing about secret pants collectively you guys always went like fully to the top like everything all of the details were like beautifully done and it's the same thing for this jacket and hat set it is beautifully made uh you know i think it's a keeper i feel like you may not have needed to use it these past 10 years (laughs) but maybe you also had in your head you know it, it it's maybe not the best quality turns out jokes on you baby it's good quality (laughs) and it kind of it could be used for so many things uh telegram Mm -hmm. uh bellhop Mm -hmm. one of those monkey uh clapping things Uh there are characters that can be born just from looking at this costume inspiration could strike with this costume and once it does you already have the costume (laughs) yeah but am I gonna do any of those things because then I like they're they are very like general kind of jobs or characters but like what do I do with this I don't know and then I I haven't been performing as much yeah well I have so there might be an alternative option I have this Mm -hmm. friend um he he just he looks at things a little bit differently and you'll understand what that means in one second so he is also he's like a major horror fan loves horror so much and he keeps saying that once he gets either a two-bedroom apartment or a house one room is going to be dedicated to all of his horror memorabilia including this fantasy he has where maybe fantasy is the wrong word it sounds sexual which i don't think it is um this idea he has a where dream, he's going perhaps a dream yes <laughs> uh, a dream a goal that he has uh he wants to get life-size mannequins and dress them as all of the famous like i don't know movie monsters or slashers so for example screams his favorite movie he wants to have a mannequin of Ghostface and like a mannequin of Michael Myers. Okay. And I was like, that sounds truly horrifying. Like I already at night when I'm like trying to fall asleep, I'll like think like, oh, there's like a man in the room because of the shadows or like whatever yeah. my anxious brain can <laughs> conjure. I can't imagine like going to pee at night and walking past a room and just seeing like five men with knives. Like- <laughs> Out of the corner of your eye. The most threatening people that you can think of. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. People that we've been all trained to think are notoriously scary and murderous. But with your costume, that those mannequins could be made so much more friendlier. Like that's that's a friendly costume. You could potentially create your own mini like sketch museum. Where in addition to displaying props, you could get like a little bust or something. Put your jacket and hat on that. Very cute. Maybe you write a sketch in which you need a mannequin. So that now you got double prop, double museum entry. Yeah. You know, there's so many (laughs) options you're not thinking of. 
I feel like I just need like a, a really big front window that I can make displays in. Now that would be nice. You got to yeah. go into like South Philly for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I need to move because I, now <laughs> yeah. I'm going, oh yeah. I this is do... becoming a project. <laughs> yeah. I need more stuff is what yeah. I'm not going to get rid <laughs> yes. of this. I'm just going to acquire much more things and then yeah. also another house. Yeah, as you can see, I am pro hoarding. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, a nice jacket. It is. And I almost so uh, yesterday good. too, when I, I was like, God, this is really nice. And I'm like, should I even bring it on the pod? But I'm like, I'm not using it. I haven't used it in over ten years. Yeah, I feel like if you would get rid of it you should donate it to like a theater program or even like the next generation of sketch people coming up in philly like that's a really nice costume i did a great job yeah i worry that if i like dropped it off at the thrift store they might be like oh what is this let's throw it out (laughs) this is very well constructed he's an idiot (laughs) i don't know what he's talking about that dummy is so good at sewing (laughs) (laughs) but i yeah for some reason i thought it was gonna be terrible but it's it it looks nice no like a fine looking piece you picked it up yeah i was like that's an amazing all right oh geez now i gotta keep it (laughs) thought for sure i was gonna get rid of this one but yeah no i i I do kind of want to wear it like well and i mean i'm sure brian's made you like a ton of costumes but also like your husband made it there's like sentimental value and you had a chant just based off of that short-lived bit yeah yeah. i feel like that's pretty important yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can get bryce to get me on aew maybe (gasps) and tell it because telegram girl can deliver telegrams to any wrestler really how amazing would that be (laughs) it will bring her my god we'll start a petition Yes. And uh we'll have we'll have Telegram Girl come back. That would be I would pay for the pay-per-view. Yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it. It's might, too good. I might wear this to work tomorrow. Like I'm, the jacket I feel like I could pull off. Like it's just kinda Yeah, it, it's it just cute. looks flashy, right? But like yeah. cool. Oh my god, I feel like that could even be like Freddie Mercury cosplay. Oh, yeah, like, you're right. There's it's a versatile. Lot, there is a lot going on here. Yeah. What if I write an entire show that's just me and this? You could. <laughs> there's actually, there's an entire show right now in LA that I keep seeing advertised about Michael Jackson's like glitter glove. It's like fully about the glove. So you can do something like a journey about your glove? jacket. Yeah. I think so. I truly have not read much about it. I just keep seeing <laughs> to see a glove. <laughs> I see it on like Instagram. I've been seeing flyers like in stores that I go to, and I'm just like, what? I mean, honestly, I'm not asking what is this enough to want to learn more about yeah. it, but <laughs> it exists. So you could definitely write a whole show around that jacket. Okay. All right. Telegram girl. <laughs> she lives. I want to see her on AEW so bad now. <laughs> and then I want to see all the subsequent like merch that's made for her. <laughs> you can get your own telegrams. Yeah. I mean, Maybe the, that becomes like the your hat side too. Hustle. I feel like you could sell a pillbox hat. This is oh. 
yeah for sure yeah i'm just gonna I'll, I'm, I'm maybe i'll just start showing up to aw shows in it and well, see what happens <laughs> i feel like that is how like some some people build notoriety like back when i lived at home there was a guy who would go to flyers games and like just like dance his ass off like fully yeah. committing and like he became known as like the flyers like dancing guy and had like a facebook page and like people loved him and like looked for him at every game you just show up in a costume that's already more unique than just yeah. dancing yeah you're you're in baby yeah all right okay i got a i got a whole scam going <laughs> yeah. i'm getting in there I mean, look <laughs> this i feel like this costume has everything you need to want to keep it it's sentimental it's well made it's multi-purpose you could use it for multiple characters or scenarios you just said you could wear it to work you can wear it to a show this is a day to night kind of piece Ooh, you know this is yeah. something a lot of people look for uh you could donate it to a theater program already that's enriching enriching your community yeah uh you could also get on tv and further to that this could be a career change for you you could yeah. just going forward be the telegram girl yeah so like i i see no negatives here okay yeah <laughs> you're right i'm keeping it yeah it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> have have you ever spent an excessive amount of time creating something for uh like a dumb 15 second kind of throwaway bit yes certainly um <laughs> I mean, I feel like I spent a lot of time. I, I feel like I probably spent more time than I should have on the butt. Yeah. Um, specifically, like I used to work at a preschool and like I learned how to make like shitty materials kind of indestructible. Um, at that preschool, we instead of saying like it's Halloween, like kids like wear your costumes we did an imagination celebration and the kids had to like make costumes out of like the art supplies we had and like then do a parade. Mm -hmm. So like, I kind of figured out how to like, you know, dress a kid in like paper mache and like, uh, like roll paper and like make it. So it's not just going to disintegrate immediately. So I feel like I put some time into like gluing all this together. So it's not going to break apart. Yeah. Um, there have been uh other time like i i made so many things for demon juice like i hired an fx team they're amazing little shop of gore if anyone wants to go follow them <laughs> that's a great name they are amazing people they're so fun they do fx they have like a store that where they sell really great t-shirts mugs like anything you can think of under the sun that's spooky um, and I had them do a lot, but then I, you know, I kind of wanted to put a personal touch and like make some things myself. So like I made graphics in Canva, which if only we had Canva back when I was doing Manny Petty, yeah. like we would have, <laughs> that shit would have been like professional. Yeah. Um, but I made some graphics for like t-shirts and then I think one of the things that I was like so proud of was I made a graphic for a pizza delivery guy on Canva and then I had it embroidered onto a hat and that I was like this is like the most legit thing I have yeah. ever made because it was embroidery <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was just like wow 
I'm really doing something yeah. here. And that truly was on screen maybe at like a total of like 15 or 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, and it was like worth it. Yeah, but I was like, it looks like it's like real for a real pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't just so, put it out on a sticker and then slap oh, it on a hat and it's all hanging yeah. off. That's what I well, usually do. One of the <laughs> <laughs> the funny things i actually did like a literal 15 second horror film challenge and that was like my first like dipping my toes into making horror and the, I, we were making this idea where this dad is like doing dishes and you hear the door open and a little boy say like daddy i'm home and then we pan over and see that his son has passed away. It was supposed to be like a mass card or like obituary something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like a baseball rolls in and it's like, ah, scary dead kid. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, and I asked Jen to make me like the printout, the obituary. And at first she made me one, but like the picture, I was like, eh, it's a little bit off. She made me another one. It was great. Send the file to my friend to print. Shows up. It's the wrong file. So in the video, you know, dad's doing dishes. Ghost boy comes in. We pan over. It's an obituary that or like a news clipping that reads like little boy, six years old, like drowned tragically. Um, And then the picture is of like a little kid, like finger gun like smiling with like sunglasses on like it does not match at all (laughs) people have commented like i posted it on tiktok and people are like why would someone have that in their house why would someone use that picture it's just like it was a mistake can you guys like we just had to do it though there was no more time truly and i feel like that's something too for audience members if you're like going to live uh shows or if you're like watching sketches or shorts or whatever online if you see something that's fucked up they know about it they know it's fucked up (laughs) they haven't slept in a couple of days and they (laughs) will not sleep for the next three weeks yeah like that's and it's like literally like we've i've done sketches where i'm just like the entire time like my brain is working the lines are being said and (laughs) delivered but like that's the autopilot the active thinking part is just like this is the worst prop i've ever had or like (laughs) my shoe is broken or whatever it is like everyone who is making something knows what the flaw is you don't need to comment on it (laughs) and i think too i would love to challenge people who look at maybe the props or costumes that are on your show and they think you know this is stupid or maybe maybe this butt is kind of stupid you should get rid of it (laughs) make something you should be making everyone should be making art and what they want to make Mm -hmm. and then question yourself would (laughs) i throw out this butt or would i throw out this great uh telegram girl costume and i think you would you would have a different perspective on things (laughs) (laughs) make your own butts and then decide and then cast your judgment (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think we made some decisions how are you feeling um honestly i feel a little bit sad that i'm gonna throw this out (laughs) but 
but I think uh it I think it's time and I think it's also time for me to like go through all my cabinets and stuff and think about all like the random shit I have and like do I actually need this stuff probably not yeah you know yeah uh, donate yeah. that to some theaters or whoever might be able to put life into it next yeah or you could put the butt in the cabinet like you're just your kitchen cabinet so it's just back there it's not taking up any room but you can occasionally go. catch an eye and you're like yep and then well, company comes over and like what the hell is in the cabinet so i think i already have a problem with that because <laughs> i we have in our kitchen there's like a water heater in closed in this like i don't know it looks like a cabinet right next to it they didn't know what else to do they put another empty cabinet so that's where a trash can lives okay um and i love halloween naturally i have a bunch of i don't know how to pronounce it properly beastal beastal the vintage reproduction like halloween decorations and so come like i decorate early for every holiday come september the whole house is halloween and i think probably two years ago i hung a skeleton on the inside trash can cabinet door as like decor and then it was like a dad joke where i like brought my boyfriend over after halloween and i was like i think i'm gonna keep this up because it's a skeleton in our closet yeah it's funny (laughs) and now it's just there and i don't think it actually makes sense to a lot of people but like because it's me like it's just like oh yeah there's just like a paper skeleton in there it's whatever like so if i then add a fake bloody butt to a different cabinet Mm -hmm. i think that's where i like fully go off the deep end i've really been trying to maintain not having a fully spooky or creepy house um this isn't even creepy it's just weird (laughs) yeah 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 but you know coupled with some other pieces in our house it might be creepy uh so i think i think you know maybe it'll go to like a transition closet where i'm like all right when i go to clean out that closet that cabinet whatever then it's probably going to be time to really evaluate and toss this thing what about if you put it on the skeleton's butt Sam, the skeleton's too small for that. It just oh, wouldn't look okay. right. Oh, oh, oh that, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, what if I cut this into a smaller, appropriate for skeleton the skeleton butt. size butt? Yeah. Now that, that would be work. funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think you should consider throwing it out. Or, again, yeah. hiding it somewhere real funny for when you're dead. Well, I am actually cat sitting for my neighbor this week. Mm. Maybe I should just start leaving my old props in their house. Now, their apartment is beautifully decorated. Mm-hmm. That thing could be in a magazine. <laughs> you would see it on Instagram and be like, that is like beautiful, rich people shit. Uh-huh. Now, if I left this butt there, yeah, it would be very funny. It would be very, yeah. very funny. I think you get like a like a glass container thing and then like put like used in this sketch oh they're worn by the following actors and like <laughs> you know, like like this is this priceless prop well now you give me another thought there's this <laughs> there's a um secondhand store in burbank and it's all like screen used clothing and accessories 
and on the walls they have the most i'll have to see if i i think i have some pictures i could probably send you of this place um it looks and smells just like a thrift store the prices now look these people are great these prices are fucking bonkers <laughs> like it's like an 80 dollar t-shirt and you're like this is it's not a, come a secondhand store my friend yeah. and we don't even know who wore this it could be like some guy named gary we don't know yeah. who that is <laughs> you gotta like give the details if you're charging those prices yeah. you know but on the walls they have like random costumes in display cases and exactly what you were saying used in this movie like signed by this actor maybe i could con these people into thinking this but yeah is much more prominent yeah than it is that's this is a this is your goal now you get that butt yeah. up on their wall well now i have a scam yeah and scams <laughs> are great yeah scams are very great and it gets it out <laughs> of your house it goes yeah. on to a new life where like this butt is art now like and i can go visit it yeah so it's not like it's out of my life forever and no one's gonna buy it right because on last oh. well they mm -hmm. might i mean i guess if if the price is right i would actually i'd love to see how much like this place would charge or if like i mean i'm i think they only get stuff like from costume departments but like oh i actually have a friend who's a costumer now this could be a really big scam i like this i get her to mm -hmm. pass this butt through her department yes to the secondhand store yeah and convince them mm -hmm. to display or sell it yeah. now that's that's a whole new game i love this i think this is your goal i think yeah. this is the, the what this butt needs to do i think it is too so yeah. the answer is not keep or throw out this is like a completely different third option yeah maybe going forward it's keep throughout scam what kind yeah. of scam can your uh, yeah. guests figure out to pull with their item yeah <laughs> i like it <laughs> <laughs> keep toss scam i mean because even your jacket you could scam the hell out of people with that you could i could just stand outside a hotel and grab exactly. everyone's luggage and then get they never see me again yeah get rich people to tip you and mm -hmm. then also keep their stuff yeah they probably got good stuff in there yeah. you know mm -hmm. i like <laughs> this and give people fake telegrams you know oh yes that would be amazing <laughs> or even give them real telegrams but it's just like you choose what to say so like someone hires you and they're like all right you need to tell my wife i'm sorry and you're like all right that'll be like the general vibe but yeah. i get to choose how it's said Ooh, i like so this you're still flexing your creative muscles but... <laughs> <laughs> and it's still somewhat a mild scam yeah 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 i'm interested in this i like yeah. this all props should be used for scams now yes i mean i think and that's really all that performing is you're scamming people into thinking this is the reality for these mm -hmm. five minutes 30 minutes however long your production mm -hmm. is yeah i like it <laughs> yeah all right well good i good luck getting that into that store i really i have faith in you i think you can get it on the wall I well now I'm like actually wondering like how much other shit could I scam into there like I don't want to make money off of it yeah I kind of just want to see something like leave my house and go into this store <laughs> and like because they'll do they very often you know like all their prices are crazy and like they do these big sales where it's like 70% off of everything 
So a lot of people will like be in there. The lines are like so long, stretched out the door. And to see one of my pieces of garbage in someone's <laughs> arms at that store, I feel like it would just fill me with a very strange combination of delight and like what's the emotion you get the satisfaction dark satisfaction (laughs) when you scam someone yeah you scam the people who are charging too much for things yeah but like is it a scam because like the people who charge they get it for free the people who are buying it want it so like maybe it's more of a scam on me that i wasted so much time and energy (laughs) to get my (laughs) items into this place yeah well (laughs) nah this would be the perfect scam i think you're really sticking it to them with that but thank you i appreciate your support yeah and someone will (laughs) we'll see it at auction in like 10 years it's like (laughs) making millions People pay a a butt ton of money for like screen used <laughs> props. Yeah. Like you you'd be surprised. There are things it's like here's a hair clip that was like in the background of Slumber Party Massacre 3, and people go buck wild for it. So maybe the butt could be something. Yeah, I think it could. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. So uh where can people find you if they uh want to see your work oh well uh on instagram my handle is shannon e brown film and then my website's just shannon e brown um and twitter uh you could probably just find me at shannon brown search that (laughs) you'll match up the picture to all the restless stuff uh and then none of none of my handles match i you know by the time i thought about making everything match my name is so generic that everything is already yeah. taken. So on TikTok, I'm this will scare you. So there you go. You'll find me somewhere if you're interested. And do you have anything coming up? I kind of, yeah, kind of like I wish I had now that I'm talking to you, like I really miss doing more shows and stuff and like going to theaters, like seeing you yeah. perform, performing with everyone. Um, but I've really transitioned more to shorts. So yeah. my short overnights, uh, we're finishing that up and hopefully that'll be hitting festivals soon. And I'm hoping to shoot my next short at the end of this year. And then I'm just like, I don't know, writing. That's not like as fun for people to like be able to see and find but yeah. i have plenty of videos and stuff online if anyone is like thirsty for uh weird props content yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there yeah butts and all yeah <laughs> <laughs> what about you do you have stuff coming up uh no i don't think so nothing on the docket that's important yeah isn't uh, that crazy like it's crazy 10 years ago we would have been like oh yeah there's a show every night and then we're yeah. doing like i don't know a jam or whatever yeah and we're gonna go it's, do all this stuff it's wild because there's yeah. like nowhere really to perform <laughs> and that's like sort of why i'm going well, i don't need all this stuff i have nowhere yeah. to wear it right but i feel like i need to just try to make it my business to find a place to go i guess there you go yeah <laughs> we'll see 
<laughs> yeah. And that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to actually see the items that we're discussing, you can follow the show at Should I Keep This Pod on Instagram, where I post pictures from each episode. And if you dream of owning your own out of control prop collection, the best place to start is by taking classes at Crossroads Comedy. They have online and in person classes in sketch, improv, and stand up. So just head over to xroadscomedy.com to sign up. Thanks again for listening, and I'll have a new show for you in two weeks. See you then. Thank you.